just going to be better. I was going to ask you a question, and then I knew this was going to turn into a thing. So I just looked at you and said, turn it on. So, random ramblings, Josh, Kenny. And we're back. I hate you so much. Because <laughs> I've told you that it's now a concern of mine, and you're going to go do your own thing anyway. Yes. Yes, I am. Shirt I am face. Gonna, I am going to forever just do my own thing. So we were just talking. We were ordering some food. because We the, eat. Well, yes, we do eat. But the last... I don't know how many episodes is this. We've not ordered food. We've just sat here and cavorted amongst ourselves and, and been hungry. And it's been pot and surprised that you haven't heard our stomachs growling <laughs> because We're, it's like, hey, you hungry? I'm hungry. And we, what do we do about it? We go grab a peanut butter cup and a pop tart. Well, we text. Excuse the, me, pop tarts. <laughs> we text the entire week leading up, and then it's like we're going to do food. Okay, we'll do food, and then we're done. And it's like. We didn't do oh. food. Crap, we didn't do food. I even put a reminder in my phone. Right. You can believe it. I know how to do that. I put a reminder in my phone. It went off a little while ago, and it just said food. You've hung out with enough college kids. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it must be. But as we were talking... I didn't read the owner's manual. The, <laughs> is there an owner's manual for that phone? I don't know. I'd have to look it. in the box and see if I remember even getting an owner's I manual. bought it, and it's, God, they the handed thing, it to me and said, here, it's set up, and your phone number transfers over. Okay, thank you. I mean, the box had enough room for the phone, the charger, and a couple of sheets of paper. I assumed that was... I actually thought my box had enough room for a few more items than that. I mean, this right. itty-bitty little phone coming in this nice big box. Well, I, and I will admit, I, use, I, have a, I have an iPhone. That's not necessarily... A shot at being derogatory, and I don't think they sponsor folks anyway, so that won't matter. Um, but it's his preference. That's my preference. And to that point, as we were looking to order food, we chose a particular establishment. Yes. And you looked at me and goes, "Does anybody not like that place?" And he my, said something derogatory. My first answer was derogatory, <laughs> although it fit. It yeah, it did. But. That would give away the name of the place, and I don't want to generate any animosity or potential lawsuits, but I feel like I've said enough that you guys are going to know where I'm talking about anyway, so I'll leave this to you to figure out on your own. Here, that's your homework. The great clucking debate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That time I typed it in. Yes, that's fine. But do you have any of those things? Like, are are there things in your... Life, routine, day-to-day. It doesn't have to just be restaurants, but like branding in general, where you go in and you're like, I got to have that. And you don't have to tell me the brand name or anything. I'm not worried about that necessarily. But are there products that you have to have branding on? Yes. Really? Yes. And um, like a good majority of them are food. Well, that seems there to be are, the most common. There are certain brands of things that if you bring me the store brand, I'm going to look at you like you have lost your mind, and I'm not going to eat it. Well, that but again, food is the and easy it, answer. And it's not a and it's not and I'm going to I'm I want to I want to level my point or whatever. I'm going to say that it's not a case of I've never tried it. I just think the the, the name brand at that point is better, right? Than the store brand because there's a lot of things that I buy store brand. Because I think it's better than the name brand. And yes, people, I am actually aware that the same company is making right. the store brand. And and people tell me they don't change the recipe. Yes, they do. Because the taste is different. So they're, they're either changing the salt and the pepper or something. And it, it there's a difference in taste. So I, I will... But to, an, to another point, there are stores I will not shop in. We'll get to that in a second. 
to to add validity to your point of being different from point A to point B, I sold products in my last life, industrial products, and the company I worked for had a pri- opted for a private label in because more margin was available to make from it, and everybody's trying to make money. Also, to go along with that, the the rationale of how that came to be and how they were able to argue argue for and put together these large market deals to allow us to make more money, but tell customers we're saving them money. By the way, I'm not reinventing the wheel. If you don't think I'm, if you think I'm full of it, you obviously haven't been in business. But we bought last year's technology, so if and the one in particular that they love to make that statement on was Sawzall plates. We buy last year's technology. Now, what that means is, end of the year, they're done. They have met their projections for the year. We got extra. Yeah. So, what do we do with all the extra? Now, our process hasn't changed much. It may be a tenth of a degree on a tooth pattern. or And again, it, the what they change could be the most minuscule, could be nothing. And there's going to be somebody out there that wants that one over the new one anyway. Absolutely. And it's like buying a Ford Explorer. God knows it, it, there's not a whole lot of difference between the two. They're trying, but it isn't, it isn't a whole lot. But And then they're not the only ones that do that. Yes. I have an Explorer. My boss has an Explorer. Hers is four years newer. They are exactly the same when you stare at them. <laughs> but... A lot of times they will take that old inventory and just repaint it and we're yes. just paying the labor cost to repaint it and we've probably used a third party who's doing it halfway. Yeah. Now, unless if there is a drastic change, you have that. And then it is probably a better product because they found a way to make it better. However, they've run production runs of all this crap they gotta get rid of. Yes. Woo! Wholesale. They have to sell it. It's a thing. Yes. You can say the store brand is not different. You can say that it is. I got news for you. In a lot of instances, it is. Because if you want cracked black pepper with this brand's deli turkey, I can tell you the big box store wants throw it all in the pepper mill, get it done. Yes. You say what you want, do what you want. It is a thing. So I just I wanted to bring some validity to your point. And far be it for me to help you with anything, but I actually was able to use my knowledge of life experience to do it, and I did it for me. Well, see, I I, <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in manufacturing. Oh, okay. So I, I have actually witnessed with what we made. I have actually witnessed us change out uh, the printing right, so that it could say a large company's name on it instead of ours. Now, we still had codes and stuff so that, you know... 95. Since I worked there, I could look at the product and go, oh, yeah, I know where that was made. But, you know, it, it, and that, not a lot of difference. Not a lot of difference just in what was printed on the product. But when it comes to food, if it all tastes the same and one's 50 cents cheaper, they're going to always go for the 50 cent cheaper one. Absolutely. So you got you almost have to make it taste a little different. Now I realize bread is not going to be that big of a difference in taste, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, a lot of times your store brand is coming in a day old, or at least that's the way it tastes to me. Right. Uh, and yet, somebody I saw online somewhere where you, you know the the twist ties, the things they use to close the bags, uh-huh. they have colors I've seen that. based on what day of the week. 
and everything. But anyway, there's so many life hacks that we are taking some, for granted. Yeah, there's some things that there are some things that the the difference in taste is minuscule. Yes, and not enough to warrant the 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 fussiness. Well, see, I get I, and here's the thing, I I love cooking and I love making chili beans and I'm going to go ahead and throw my big huge family secret out there right now. I do not have my own chili spice recipe. I don't think it it's actually necessary. I have gone through pretty much every brand out there based on I'm making chili beans today and I need ooh that's 25 cents a pack. I'll buy that. Right. Uh, and I have run across some store brands from some not so major stores that I think make my beans taste the best. That is a hot take that I absolutely love because I am the same way and with see, my barbecue. That, yeah, and after 20 some odd years of doing this, I now have a brand I want. And then I get picked because every I do this for family members and friends. They'll be like, if I bring you the stuff, will you make the chili beans? Yep. Absolutely. Okay, I need to know what to get. All right, here's your list of stuff. Okay, what brand? Well, for the beans, folks, will you just get whatever's on sale for the cheapest price? Right. Because when I mix it all in together, I'm out for a particular flavor that none of those cans have before I mix it all together. So it doesn't matter. If you, right. if if the store brand from X store that's two seconds from your house has a dented can sale and you can get those cans of beans for 15 cents a can, those are the ones you want to get. Because when I get done, because I'm buying this particular flavor packet, when I get done, it's going to taste like my chili beans. Right. Period, and I, and I'm like that with a lot of with a lot of food items. It's like okay, I'm I'm making something else with this, and we'll use casserole as a just basis. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. A hodgepodge of stuff is being put together to make a dish. I'm making X with this. You don't have to buy me name brand anything. Make sure the chicken's in date. Right. No, I'm I'm with you. I I have. Grown... And by the way, if you've ever cooked a, ca- a chicken casserole and actually used a rotisserie chicken. When? To do your your casserole, first of all, it's done quicker. Secondly, there's another layer of flavor. Absolutely. There. <laughs> no, the, again, the, I don't have to call that a hot take. Most people who've made at least one chicken casserole in their life have gone. This is so much better. Yes, it's and it's one of those. Um, I, I, and and I, I I think a, a big name chef used to say this. Uh, almost homemade. Yes. Yes. What her show was semi homemade. Yes, but um, no, that show is no longer. If that show no, is off the air, I don't. I think we're safe from liability. I don't. I, I don't, don't really know. care because she's an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know who we're talking about. It if you matter. don't before, I mean, she's uh, from the south and she's got two first names. Yes, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and a string of restaurants that are awesome. Uh, but anyway, um, we are talking about two different people. Uh, we might be. Ooh, that's gonna be. A, that's gonna. Well, be we'll a, worry about that outside of the purview of the court system. My, mine, <laughs> mine does not live body by butter. Oh well, that's mine. Yeah, I, I, well, but uh, when you maybe say she yours, didn't do that show? I don't know. I may have no, two people. No, these are two very, very different people. I don't remember the one you're talking about it. ever using that that phrase. No excessive alcohol. Oh. The one I'm talking about did a mixed drink for everything. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you use a little wine in your de- meal, and you drink it while you're using it. Got to make sure it tastes right. Oh no, no, no! Every every show had a <laughs> yes. signature cocktail. Yeah, I, I and, know who you're talking about. Now. Okay, all right. But you could look at her, lush. <laughs> <laughs> 
but boy, can she cook. No, no, no. It, that, again, I, I know we're we're walking away from the point, but I think it, for us, we had to. You guys have to give us a moment because when we have these, we want to make sure we're on the same level. Well, if we quit having these, then it's no longer random ramblings. That's also true. Um, I mean, we got to make sure the the show's titled right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm with you on a lot of uh, on a lot of foods. Syrup is one for me. There is a serious difference. Yes. In brand. Yes. Um, I have not had them all, but I have had store bought. I say store bought. I have had the store brand versus my brand of choice. It is different. Blown out your ass. Yes. It, well, I'm. I'm ketchup gonna, is ketchup. I'm going to agree ketchup with you. Ketchup. Ketchup. I'm also going to agree with. You. I'm going to say this one. Not all clothing is made the same. No, no, because no. Because no. there are certain shirt brands that fit me perfectly. There are certain shirt brands, same size, that don't fit me perfectly. We're going to circle and, and back. We'll just, we'll just go there. I, just for the record, we're going to put a pin in this whole shirt thing. Because you have been tugging at that shirt yes. since you got here. And I love the and shirt. And you told me it was a new shirt. Yes. I, that's fine. We will circle back to the shirt thing. Because I have questions that will go along with this. And to see if I'm the only one that lives in this world of crazy. Um, but in terms I live of... In, I live in a lot of worlds of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I Me think, and all seven other people in my right, head. Right. So you got your... You, I don't put proteins in that mix when I talk about branding because every cut of steak is different. Yes. Every cow is different. Yes. You feed them all the same thing, they're still a different cow. Yeah, so I have a hard big, time your branding. Your big box store is also, once again, probably using the same butcher. Right. And so, or provider or grower right. or farmer, whatever. So I don't put those in that mix. I'm talking off-the-shelf canned soup. I don't give a crap. It's my base for the bigger product. Yes. Now, if I'm going in for just a bowl of soup, yep, yep. sign me up for the red and white. Yes. <laughs> sign me up for the red and white. But if I'm just making it as a base for my casserole, I don't care because it's going to be an underlying flavor and more than likely a thickening there, agent. There, again, you're, you're, you're putting a hodgepodge of flavors together to right. get a flavor. So that difference doesn't really matter. And I'm one of those, I'll taste it. I'll, I'll I'll taste a little bit of it and go, huh? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ramp up my pepper, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you know, and I and no, I don't taste a casserole with raw meat in it. By the way, because somebody's over going ew, but um, <laughs> I do a lot of a lot of my homemade stuff. I do have recipes for most of my casseroles don't have raw meat. They're all par cooked at least beforehand. Yes. What casserole I'm just, are you? I don't making? know. I'm just making sure that people know I'm not over here okay. eating raw meat. What? But the way you worded that, it made me wonder if you were eating raw meat. No. Like, I don't think I could ever think of a casserole that didn't that had raw meat. No, typically most casseroles you're gonna cook you're par cooking and then yeah. combining after to finish I mean, do that melding certain dishes anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why when I when you felt the need to make that statement, I'm like, I don't think I've ever made Okay, a there's warning that has. labels on stuff for a reason. I'm just trying to make sure that everybody knows. For the record, not I think tasting we can, anything with raw meat on it. I think we could save the world if we did away with warning labels for a one-year window. Thin out the population. I, we'd thin out the stupid. Yeah, well, there's that. We would thin out the stupid. It's not necessarily the population I'm worried about. We thin out the stupid. <laughs> well, it, if there's a warning label on the can, and we all know, we all know who the comedian is that brought this to light. If there's a warning label on the can, somebody. Somewhere we've addressed now, this, and before. here's the here's the sad part. It's not <laughs> just that they did that with that can; it's that they went after money afterwards 
because uh, the warning label is a product of the lawsuit. Yes. Hot coffee. Yes. And we have addressed that dumbass before. So yes, yeah, so we'll we go back certainly to not address we're, we're, her by name or situation. Exactly, but she'll it, sue you for anything. Exactly. So we're gonna go back to the shirt, right? Yes. So let's okay. because we're going down this whole brand over brand. Well, it, I, because like I and I don't I don't particularly have a brand of clothing that it has to be, but I have a brand of like jeans that I think fit me better than another brand. Way. So I'm going there. Now, the T-shirt, yes, Christmas present. I'm getting to wear it for the first time. I wanted the T-shirt, picked out the T-shirt, and yes, I'm tugging on it because it's one of those that the sleeve, and it's short sleeves, but it's one of those that the sleeves are a little tighter than my other shirts. And I guess maybe where the printing is on the back, it's a little tighter around mm-hmm. the belly, but yet I also gained some weight because Christmas. But anyway, it and I kind of tug on it, but some things with me, like with shirts, until they get worn and have been washed a few dozen times, they're not really comfortable yet. I'm stopping you right there. Do you wash it before you wear it? Yes. Yes! High five. Le- reach across. High five. Yes, well, that's that close anyway. enough. <laughs> I, my wife has looked at me funny. When I finish the holidays, whether that's birthday, Christmas, Easter, whatever I choose to celebrate that gets me of something in a box, I don't care. I always Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. Here's a here's a present. It's Monday. It's a box of wine, and I don't drink. Um, I always. Oh, I love this shirt. D tag it. Laundry basket. And I, the first time I did that, my wife was like, "You're not gonna wear it." And I was like, "I don't want to wear new. I don't want. We. New, I don't want new clothes. Feel. We take Wash the time. It. We take the time to try it on first to make sure it does not be need to be returned. Correct. Because sometimes the difference between a large and a large. Is big enough that you, you need to change the, the size. Absolutely. Um, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. But, yeah, we try it on, and then it's to the laundry. We won't wear it until it's been washed. And part of that is because, you know, with us, here's some crazy. You don't know who tried it on at the store before you bought it. True. True. So, and I'm not saying people are nasty, but people are nasty. Okay, I said it. But anyway, that's that's number one. I number just tried to look. Number I'm two, pretty sure they're more still. They're still more upset with me for trying to weed out stupid warning labels. There's a there are also a lot of or different chemicals used in dyeing fabrics. Yes, and printing all the nice little wording that you like to have on your shirts, like this one. Uh, and it's you you want to get that out. Uh, my mom used to say, you want to go ahead and wash it so it doesn't fade with the rest of your laundry. Okay, so what she's actually doing is she's getting the store getting out of it. Getting the first dye You know, because somebody else tried it on before she bought it for me. And, you know, sometimes you can smell the cologne. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Sometimes I have opened it, pulled it out of the box, and went, whew, somebody right. is musky. So yeah, I want it. I want it clean to my standards. And somebody, when I say that, somebody's my, rocking the sex panther. Yeah, right. <laughs> my wife right now is she is shaking her head yes about me wanting it clean to my standards. When when they built our house, they said, hey, you know, here's the keys. We're closed on it. We're still gonna have our crew, crew come through and clean it. Don't bother. Because she was going to overhaul no, no matter what. No, because I was going to overhaul it no matter what they did. Okay. Because I had, and yet we actually share those responsibilities. Um, summertime, I'm most of the time out in the yard. She handles the cleaning, but during the winter, I'll help clean. I will of clean course. up any mess I make, and I'll help clean the house, whatever. But yeah, I told them, I said, don't. If you're going to hire people, don't, because I'm going to come through when they're done and clean it anyway. 
Right. Did it with my camper when I brought it home. The the dealership was like, hey, we're going to have it clean. We're going to have it detailed. Okay, that's fine. Parked it in the driveway, cleaned it, and detailed it inside and out. But I mean, I'm just I'm just like that. Um, right. I, it's it's going to be a thing that I do, and I'm I'm going to do it till the day I die. I guess I just I like I I trust my way of cleaning. <laughs> so I I think the house is probably on the extreme side for me because if I were moving into a a pre furnished house, sold, sign me up. That's fine. Let's let's fumigate. I <laughs> throw the tent over it, fumigate out whatever's in it. But moving into a new home, cleaning out the floors and the toilets and the windows, hopefully they're doing all the stuff that I'm not going to want to do all the time, and I'm going to be bringing my stuff with me. So I'm not as fretted by that as you are, I don't think. Um, I think the thing with me, I've, I've been in construction, and as that home gets finished and the electricity's on and the water's on, people are using the bathroom. Uh, people are walking in and out and around on the floors and stuff. And, you know, professional cleaning companies, um, I know that they do a wonderful job. And you've got people that that is their their business. They sure. do it on the side or they do it for a living. And I know they're they're absolutely wonderful. But for something with me, like the, the house, it was like, I'm, I'm going to clean it before I put any of my furniture in it. I don't care who cleaned it. Right. Well, And, and it I- was the same way with, with my camper, which the camper comes pre-furnished so i definitely wanted to get in there yes because again it was displayed it was there for display you don't know who i walked through it Mm. um i was given a wonderful christmas gift i love dream catchers and my daughter and she gave me a dream catcher i opened it up pulled it out and i turned and i looked at her i said you bought this from a store that sells incense and candles didn't you and she looked at me she goes yeah how do you know and i went i can smell it and she goes oh i didn't think about that i said no it's fine I will hang it somewhere to air it out. Right. But all of the smells from the shop that it came from are in the product, on the product. It it just needs to be hung somewhere to air out yep. before I hang it where I want to hang it. And I, I am that person. No. I, and it's just sir, that's just the way it is. I, I'm not I don't I don't bring it up to judge. One, I I I know people that immediately wash and then there are some that do not. And they just man, this is awesome. Rip and they go. And I'm not faulting those people. I was just curious because I, I saw the behavior of, of stretching yeah. and stretching. The, the tugging and, and pulling. I was just I'm trying to wear curious. it out. No, that's <laughs> I fine. I should go beat it on a rock or something. But <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm, this is breaking it in. No different than you wear a pair of shoes a little bit at a time when you first buy them to get them right. broke in so that your, your feet are not killing you at the end of the day. Right. Um, there's something I wish I could wash. What shoes? Yeah. Well, uh, you depends can. on the shoe. Yeah, but don't dry them. No, don't ever dry them because that will ruin the. Uh, oh, I got <laughs> the the heat vents in my house are in the floor, not in the baseboard. Oh, okay. So I can turn shoes upside down on those. Right. And you know, base. I have a built-in boot dryer, basically. Well, and I I went in and and washed a pair of shoes that needed it. Like this yeah. was, this wasn't a, Oh, let's grab paper towels. This thing. Nope. I stepped in a mud puddle unintentionally. I thought it was soft ground. Ooh, that was on my ankle and been there, done that. And I was like, this is not, I'm not taking the time and effort to wash this down. It's going plunk. I'm, I'm getting the bulk of the debris off. And then we're going in the washer, made the mistake, got the bulk of the debris off. No problem. Was doing my own laundry anyway. Throw it all in together and let it go. All of it went in the dryer. And I came back with two shoes and two soles. <laughs> and I went, crap. Now, See, they I'd... weren't brand new, so it wasn't like, 
no, there wasn't this. Ah! I have never thrown shoes in the washer. I stand at the kitchen sink and it wash de- them there. It depends on the level of severity. Now, if I've just gotten, if I'm making food and and drop sauce on my on my shoe, wipe it off, wet paper towel, clean it that way, and be done. But if I'm, as I mentioned, walking around in the yard and go right in the marsh, then that's more than I'm prepared to stand there and brush, 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 well, see, get it all I, out. I work outside. Yeah. So I, I do that on the regular. I, I dunk in mud. Uh, so I just stand at the sink and take care of it that way. Well, and I don't have any issue with that. It, yeah. In small stuff, I'm going to do that with. Um but I just, I don't with everything. I just, I know what is a task that I, certain tasks I'm going to look at and go, ah, throw them away. I don't want to do that. They're comfortable shoes. I liked them. So if the wash gets it, great. Threw them away anyway. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying Warning that those labels. are, <laughs> those do are not some, put shoes in dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, those did wind up gone because I was like, because that is there is nothing worse to me than losing the shoes that you've worked so hard to get comfortable. That's true. I hate. I wish shoes would last longer. I hate shoe shopping. I hate breaking in new pairs of shoes. And once I get my shoes to where they are comfortable and it's time and and they have to be gone because you know you're wearing a hole in them. It it's really kind of depressing for me. You need to look into the world of inserts because it will bring all sorts of new life. You will get the new strength. Of protection in the bottom of your foot Dude. with the same comfort of stretching in the outside. It is a different world. If you have not done insoles or inserts, it's worth a try. Now, you're looking at me like, do you know who me? Do you know who I am? I, I don't. This. And I've not done I've not done insoles or inserts, but typically when I'm getting rid of a pair of shoes, I'm talking about, you know, you're picking your foot up and the sole is coming down yeah, about yeah, a half yeah. inch from the... The insert's not going to fix that. Neither no, will no, no, Gorilla no. Glue. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that stuff works on everything. Yes, it does. It's it's amazing. And yes, I have glued shoes back together, and, oh, and it totally. really didn't really didn't turn out as well as I thought it would. But guy I went to college with rebuilt his flip flops, his shower shoes with duct tape. As they went along, the straps were pretty sure disintegrated, and there was just duct tape left. But it was still <laughs> enough and sturdy enough he would stick his foot in it. <laughs> well, so, all you're using them for is a shower. Well, I mean, but know, that was the most that was the most useful and expensive thing he brought into the dorm was the duct tape. Oh, really? Wow. wow. You got to consider the source. Uh, well. This guy. Woo. Uh, this guy. I I don't want to give Mike too much grief and I don't know where Mike is in the world. Pretty sure he's in jail at this point or institutionalized cuz guy had issues. But either way, if you're listening, Mike, he's calling you out. <laughs> if you're not listening, oh well. I don't have a lot. Neither is the rest of the world. I don't <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mike wasn't ever lucid enough to know what my last name is. So that oh, really you know somebody matter. like that too. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. It, if you haven't done the insole thing, it is, it is a completely different feel because you get the new firm base of the new shoes and the art support you're looking for. But all of the over the, it's it is the mullet of the shoe game. Oh wow! It is the mullet of the shoe game. You're going there. I am because you I see think him staring fits. at this coffee cup that I that I use that is scratched and dented. <laughs> Are you kidding? I got a new cork sickle for Christmas. It's R two D two. I dropped it the first week I had it. My wife went really, and I went. That's the carbon scoring that R two actually had. Exactly. <laughs> and she looked at me and wanted to give me the look of you're a moron. Okay, you you. I'm I'm gonna. 
all right, we all know by now that I went camping for Christmas. Well, sure. While we were camping, we went to an air and space museum. Uh, yes. It happens to be the National Air and Space Museum over by Dulles. And um, in there is, yes, there is an air and space museum at the Dulles. end of the runways at Dulles International Airport. Is that where that is? Yes. It's not the one along the Smithsonian, Paula? It, well, it's part of the Smithsonian, but it's the one where they filmed the... Uh, Transformers movie that had the SR seventy one Blackhawk. Oh my god! Somebody's gonna call me out if I didn't get that right. But anyway, it doesn't matter. That movie was shit. Oh, it doesn't matter if the movie's shit. The plane's awesome. Uh, Yes, and they fucked it up. Well, so the plane's still awesome, and I got to see a space shuttle up front and close and personal. But anyway, back to the R two D two thing and the carbon scoring. (laughs) In that, in the space section of that museum, they have the production model. Of the spaceship from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Ah. And where everybody said that if you look at that spaceship closely enough, you see all sorts of uh, call out. There is an R2-D2. Yes. There's a cemetery. There's a Volkswagen bus. There is, uh, what else did we find? A couple of airplanes. There's a Death Star on there. They they had it on the plaque. I'm I'm one of those read the plaques at a museum kind of person. I'm down with so that. So I walked up to it. I recognized it right off the bat because I'm also a sci-fi fanatic. Um, walked up to it, read the plaque, and it said on there and gave you a list of everything you needed to look for. Made friends that day, by the way, because we were all trying to show each other what we found. Well, it was a lot of fun to be able to walk around that model and actually, because you don't get a good enough look at it on the show unless you have it on DVD and pause it to actually look for all of this stuff. But the the, the makers of the model, the filmmakers, whomever, did a shout out to almost everything cultural in that decade that they could. It's, it's pretty cool. So and it's amazing how a cemetery actually looks like it belongs on a spaceship. But I love Easter eggs like that. Um, and, and it's... I think they are becoming their own cultural phenomenon. And I didn't, I'm not late to the party. I'm not necessarily starting the party because if you've played a game at all, they're starting. What started out is there's this really cool glitch and you go a place in the game where you shouldn't be. Right. But now they're doing it on purpose. Yes. And I'm intrigued by the doing it on purpose. But. If you look at the, uh, depending on different places, they're starting to do it everywhere. Disney started it with their hidden Mickey. That, not the plan, but it gave you another way to be paying attention to the Somewhere super Somewhere on the internet I saw where Jeep and one of their logos on the new ones actually pay, pays homage to the original. Correct. Um, and by the way, if you're a credit watcher for movies, another one that they're starting to do is more movie in the middle of and behind the credits. Yes, the end scenes. I've wasted many an afternoon, many a precious minute, by waiting for an end credit scene that's not there. Um, as much as I love See, Marvel, it fuck them, it's their fault. It doesn't... I don't consider it a waste because I like to read the credits. I'll tell you why in a little bit. Well, I mean, there are certain people where I'm like, I've seen that guy, I've seen that guy, I've seen that guy, and you've got to go hunt it. You, you would be amazed at the number of Hollywood stars that are not superstars. They're co-stars. Yeah. And they have made a living being co-stars. They pop up on every sitcom on the planet. Every once in a while, they're a patient on some drama. Uh, They show up 
My favorite one is they pop up as principals and teachers. Yes. Uh, and all of my favorite sitcoms commercials. Yep. And I'm gonna I'm gonna call one guy out and please if you're listening feel free to call me because I'd love to meet you. But uh, oh crap I, on the tip of my tongue. Oh, you've it, done it I, too. <laughs> <laughs> brain fart. Uh, Tim he, Curry. Oh yeah. He has been oh, in oh my god everything. Yes. He has been a major character. He has been a co-star. He has been a backup star. I mean, he just I'm, I'm watching this real serious movie, Hunt for Red October, and I'm already <laughs> been warned that you better pay very close attention to it. And bam, Tim Curry. So I have noticed, and I'm I'm not saying anything for or against, but Hook. Do you know the secret in... Uh, I say secret. Do you know the hidden casting person in in the movie Hook with Robin Williams? No. And, uh, oh, God. I probably I probably would, but it's been forever since I've seen the movie. Oh, my God. You he did it, too. Hook. He plays Hook. 15 minutes to Wapner. Oh, my God. What is that guy's name? This is actually more fun He's uh, in, in Outbreak. Person, folks. He's in Outbreak. Oh my God! Good Lord! I hate myself. Put the glasses on so you can Google it. I love his stuff. What'd you say? The name he played in Hook? He was in. He was Captain Hook in Hook. I hate my life. And I look, folks, for all of those that are listening right now. I know you're screaming out his name, and by God, I wish I could hear you. You're also going, you fucking idiot! How do you not know? Who that guy is. Pretty certain they go, you fucking idiot, every time wow. they cut us on. Will you at least give me this? To one of us. Will you give me this one oh, moment? Oh, that is not how you spell hook. No. <laughs> it's not how you spell duck either. Dustin Hoffman. Yes, thank God. Oh, I'm, if you'd have said he played in Tootsie, I'd have done it. Well, I'd have been able to do it. Not that old. But, uh, um, sure you are. So, an, an un... Not relative... TikTok made it a thing. Um... But if you look at the credits of Hook, you're doing it right now. You're going to see if you can find the person I'm talking about. No, actually, I was reading a text message. <laughs> I am so rude. No, I want to. I'm going to let you pull it up. I'm not going to. I just wanted to to, to figure out Dustin Hoffman because I could not remember who played Hook. Glenn Close was in Hook. Oh, really? Uh huh. Wow. Do you know who she was in Hook? No. Random male pirate A. Oh, you're kidding. Nope. She is in costume. There, there I found She's one that I, I wish they had lit. I wish they had had let her do a cameo in um Cruella. Oh yeah, of course. We're gonna do this all day. Whenever you guys <laughs> hear bad. a blank, I'm just gonna tell you now, if it's dead air, we're staring at each other like, why can't we do this? Right. Um, but see now, now I love stuff like that too. But when they get these major stars, um, Titanic. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up. It's a three hour movie. And first of all, James Cameron, brilliant. Pull my shirt back down. See, so quit looking at my belly. Staring down uh, that vortex for five <laughs> solid minutes. That's why I can't remember I anything. I didn't get any dollar bills either. I've looked, I've looked straight at the sun. Is what's happened. God, I, I close my eyes and I oh, see that weird vortex wow. thing. Anyway. <laughs> It's a belly button, I didn't want to call you out like that. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. I shouldn't have. I should have been I've like, done, hey, the, fucker, the pull your shirt down. The problem is I done kick back and I keep stretching and I keep forgetting to pull the shirt back yeah. down. And it's like... Wait till it's broke in before you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, Titanic. Uh, and again, James Cameron, brilliant. And when he said he was going to try to make the sets as close to what the boat 
actually looked like sure. as he could. That was the actual reason I watched the movie. And based on what research I've done in my lifetime on that particular ship, he did a fine job. Absolutely. Now, when you are looking at the set, you start noticing that there are a lot of soap opera stars in that movie yes. in the background. Yes. It took me three times watching that movie to realize that there were two characters and that there was a love story going on. I mean, it's like, and somebody asked me, so what did you think about the movie? I mean, what do you mean what did I think about the movie? The boat sank. I mean, I already knew the outcome of the movie. No, the love story. There's a love story? All right, I'll watch it again. Next thing you know, I'm counting how many, I mean, a lot of them were from The Young and the Restless, too. I'm over here Correct. counting how many, you know, soap opera stars are in the background of this of this movie. So I get the same phone call again. So what would you think? About what? <laughs> Jack and Rose. Who's Jack? All right, I'll watch it again. <laughs> so three times, nine hours of my life dedicated to the movie Titanic. Right. I, for what it's worth, I I have seen that movie more than once. My sister had it on VHS. Pretty sure she wore the tapes out uh, because by the time she watched it for the last time that I remember, it was squealing through the movie. I, we couldn't hear it because the tape was going ah, <laughs> not again. This is and this is going to sound sadistic. I actually at this point speed up to the boat sinking. That's the not special sadistic. E- the special effects start on disc two, baby. Yeah, the special <laughs> Pearl effects, Harbor, same thing. The special effects behind that. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. The special uh-huh. effects behind that, I actually like that whole movie, though. I'll watch it beginning to end. I would, too. But, but if I'm in like the immediate need for, I want to watch a war film, I actually want to see the war. Yeah, well, that I love explosions. That, too. But they did a fine job. But don't love I mean, Michael Bay, necessarily. First, first of all, we we finally have found it, so we, we kind of we have a better idea of what happened as it went down. So And the special effects that were involved in that... And yeah, they can probably be outdone today because the movie's that old. I mean, it's it's back when Leo DiCaprio was a blonde. So anyway, I'm making jokes. It's not like but, he's going to call me and say, hey, Kenny, quit making well, but, jokes. But the thing about that, though, is I, I think we have found that with remake culture, everybody tries to do the explosions bigger and better. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Please. They were unique for a reason. Um, I don't mind... I don't mind reboots of certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and but give me a different take. Please. And we've done this because we've talked yes, about Battlestar Galactica and yeah, everything. Give absolutely. me a different take. Don't just give me a better explosion. Give me a different take. If your different take also includes a better explosion, okay. But don't right. just tell me the same story again and make make the, the bomb bigger. Right. And, no, and there's I, certain movies that you really, really, really don't need to redo. Right. And I I just those two in particular jump out at me because of a the length of the movie itself and the involvement and the build up and they both have a similar train where it's like oh fun love story blah 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 imminent death and there's a twist at the end of of one of them and you know whatever but it just the flow is similar the that's why I brought that, that one up the fact that those two movies Pearl Harbor and Titanic tell a story that we all know well, and they tell the story, I'm going to say, close to accurately. Yes. Um, based 100%. on the knowledge we all have. Right. And they've included a story. Yes. So you have a lot going on. In Titanic, there's actually more storylines than Jack and Rose. Mm-hmm. They're covering a lot of different things that since 1912 has come to light. And in Pearl Harbor, again, 
they're covering a lot of things since 42 that has come to light. Right. And there's multiple stories. And that's why I, that's why when I'm watching something, I want to dedicate time to it. I don't want somebody talking to me in the middle. Yep. I don't really, I want to get my popcorn before I get started. I don't want to stop it. If I stop it, it is because my bladder is throbbing and I am about to make a mess. And because I don't want to get up from it. I don't want to miss two seconds of it. I love streaming. I love video. I, I, Going to the, to the theater is a wonderful experience, mainly because of the sound system. Pretty much. Uh, but having to share a movie with that many other people, no. But the fact that you might have to get up. I like, I like the whole, oh, I can't stand it anymore. And my wife and I will get into a movie, and it's like, I'll hit the pause button. And then ask, you need to go, because I need to go. Well, I think that's the other thing is, if you if you have that connection with your movie watching partner, you're both at some point going to randomly look at each other just to kind of gauge how full your bladders are. And you both go awesome. Click and yes. you dash. Yeah. God hope you have two toilets. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, yeah. And then, and while you're, while you're up, you get everything you need, right? You you, Snack you, you want to refill you absolutely. or well, whatever you get everything you need. And that, that is one of those. I love the fact that I can hit the pause button. And that's why I like watching movies at home. And by the way, I, I've gotten as close as I can get with the sound system, bought a sound bar. Well, it yeah. sounds great. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm probably the person that's entertaining the neighbors too, because I want to hear the airplane and I want to feel the airplane mm-hmm. fly by. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of airplanes, if you've not watched Air Force One, you need to. Very intense movie. Love it. I've seen it, but it hasn't been recent. No, it it's not a recent movie. It's, no, 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 it's, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm just, it hasn't been recently Hans that Solo's I have seen it. it. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. That that was that was hurtful. You just insulted my intelligence. I'm emotionally I hurt by that. I actually try to do that every podcast. Emotionally you hurt. You were emotionally traumatized before I met you. Trying to go back to that date and time to see what was going on in my head at that. You yeah, were, you were coming no, into work. We're, we're good. No, we're good. No, we are. We are one hundred percent good on that. I had, to, I had to put myself in the timeline and what was going on around me outside of meeting you, and I went, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, we're good. I I know exactly where we're at." And it has been years of insulting each other's intelligence since. Yes, but at least you do it in a tactful way that's funny. I try. You don't do something stupid. I, well, I do plenty of You stupid. don't do it in a stupid way <laughs> that makes me think I'm stupid. Or you think I'm stupid. Oh, no, I'll just call you stupid. Right. I'd rather be told I'm stupid than be like, Hey, that's great, dum-dum. No, just tell me I'm stupid. Don't be a dick. That's the rest of the real key. That's the moral, of a lot of, the moral of a lot of stories. Right. You know, that one main book, moral of the story, don't be a dick. <laughs> Call me Ishmael. <laughs> <laughs> My answer to that question, what would Jesus do? Well, he's not going to be a dick. No. We can all be more civil. And I'm not, we did life lessons unofficially last time in evolution, so we're not going to go down that road. Um... I was trying to find something like just off the top of my well, top we were of my actually head. talking about uh, movie stars that have made a career out of being co-stars. Yes, and that's we true. we hit this tangent on Easter eggs and stuff in movies, and then who who you see right. sort of pieced in there and in the background, and and then we hit on two big time movies. That yeah, did that. and it just went. The spiral is unreal. It's it's like a never ending roller coaster. It wasn't planned, which is also fun. 
Yes, that's a lot of fun. We did, God knows, could you imagine if we tried to take notes for this? No, well, can you I, imagine? You know what? I'm going to tell legal... myself every once in a while. I go, oh, I need to bring that up to Josh. Well, that's that's different. And, and the sad part of it is, is it we we probably should really just always have the mic on and do some editing, but we're both lazy and we don't want to go back and edit. No, uh, no. that's why you get this, you know, little stream here, uh, and we go at. Oh wow, you took mm-hmm. your glasses off. I don't. They're just dirty. Nothing, nothing sinister. I don't have some profound thought of. Well, he took his. I, I had to check. <laughs> he took his glasses off. I thought maybe he no. was trying not to see my belly button again. No, if, I'm really look, not wearing a crop shirt, folks. It just kind of rode up over the belly no, because I'm no. like laid Thankful, back, like I'm in a recliner. Thankfully, you do not believe yourself to be Ezekiel Elliott on draft day. It's fine. No, that, uh-uh. Clown shoes. Hate that guy. Hate that guy. Okay. Just saying. And I don't just say that because he's a cowboy. That adds to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cowboy fans, you know what? There are fandoms that I have no use for. And it goes across all platforms. Really? It goes across all platforms. There are fans of certain things that I hate because their fans are obnoxious. Now, football reigns the truest because Bama fans, Cowboy fans, Steeler fans, I wish you all had a mute button. Like, I wish I could filter out your bullshit on a day-to-day basis. Because you're not as great as you think you are. That That's just people moving above us. <laughs> okay, it's, like, it's okay, I promise. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, this lamp you said that was not haunted. <laughs> Reach out and touch somebody. But no, the, the, the fan bases are just... They're just insufferable. On... I uh I'm one of those first of all we already know I I don't follow any particular sport outside of racing. Right, right. No, I know. Uh, but I I'm actually I'm like a fan of the Super Bowl. I I like watching that game. It's an event. But uh at any rate it at work I listen to these guys. Yes. And they go on and 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 I'm just sitting there and they're like so what do you think? I think you just wasted a lot of time in my life and we need to get back to work. Uh, and it's not that I don't care to hear your opinions about your team, and it's not that I don't. I, I actually enjoy the banter when it's banter, when it's <laughs> when it's talk. But when we start in with the, pontificating, yeah, when we start in with the name calling and the that back and forth, I'm done. When you're just discussing the stats of the individual players or of the team itself, right? And I don't even care if that gets heated. If you're discussing that, fine. But you know, the guy that walks in and because your team lost and he goes, ah, your team sucks ass. And it's like, okay, do we have to do that today? Right. I, I, I think my issue is, is the air of the greatest, the air of the greatest. Oh, and there's going to be a new greatest next year too. There's always a new greatest. Well, okay, no, no, no. I, I was, I was thinking I threw differently. Him for a loop, folks. No, no, no. I was thinking. I was like, which person is he talking about? Is there a team he's talking? Like, I went no, down that no. pathway, and I should have known better. I'm not talking about anybody no, in particular. No, I'm no, just no, saying no. that this year, and maybe for the next five years, it's this person, and then here right. pretty soon it's going to be that person. And we did this at work the other day. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna start comparing the new guy to the last guy. And then the guy before that. And then you're going to forget about the guy in the decades past. No, you're not. No, you're not. Not if you're a Cowboy or a Steeler fan. Dumbasses. They live in They live in history. Laces out, Dan. Uh, <laughs> 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 that, that's, how you, that's how you break a rant right there, boys and girls. That is textbook rant ending 101. 
God, what a great, what an underrated movie. What an underrated movie. Not in my house, movie. it's not underrated. Well, I, in the annals of movie That is history, a go-to. Oh, so much fun. That is a go-to at my oh. house. What do you want to watch? That. <laughs> I want to, why? Because I don't really want to pay attention to anything, and it's good. Saw an awesome promotional poster that is totally fake, but it was t- so worth it because of that guy's acting credibility. There is, it's Deadpool holding the wooden mask. <laughs> and it says, this would be interesting. I want that so bad I can't stand it. I that, want that to be a thing. That is one of his movies that almost got on my nerves. The Mask. Uh, oh. Almost got on my nerves. I mean, it, and it's so loaded with so much slapstick comedy. Um, uh-huh. And there's some serious as well. But it, yes. it almost got on my nerves. Almost. Why? I don't know. It's just It was just one of those things that about halfway through it, I was like, oh, I, I got to finish the movie, but really? Oh, no. Whereas him and I... I know why they got him to do it because only he could do it. At that point, um, in, at that point in the movie business, there was no question yes. in my mind. It had to be. And him. I mean, he he. There is the, the the man has no filter. Nothing embarrasses him. I mean, and and we roll. Uh, oh, there was one he did that was serious. What the cable guy or something like that? He that even on his serious side, he managed to bring out some comedy. Well, it was done that way. But it was the it was the way he was able to deliver. We're talking yeah. about Jim Carrey, by the way. I don't think we're going to throw shade at him because I don't think he cares. No. Uh, again, um, if you want to call and talk to us, we'd love to meet you. Absolutely, you're welcome to have an interview spot. But he had they based it in sitcom. Yes. So you allowed him to work in his element while making a dark side to it. I and he started out as a co-star. On a show. Man on the Moon, by the way. Yes. The story of Andy Kaufman. Good God Almighty, he did a fantastic job. Yes. Oh, my God. So, I mean, that that one also. But there I mean, is it's, humor in it. And it, here's the thing. I'm not, like I said, it just kind of got on my nerves. And I think some of it was how they portrayed the mask and everything. And But, I mean, this is he's, he's done one of my favorite versions of A Christmas Carol, which we went through that yes. at oh, Christmas. Yeah. But... I, it, he's one of those kind of like Robin Williams and uh, Mel Gibson. It's like okay, he's in it. Let's watch it. Yeah, they're, uh, they're the draw. At the end of the day, okay, they, they all have something bad with their name on it, or something that I didn't particularly care for with their name on it. But they're in it. Let's watch it. It's got to be. It's got to be at least okay because they're in it. You do you do that too? I mean, do you actually look at who's starring in a movie and go, hey, well, you know, I'm going to see that because um, a lot of folks would put Will Smith in that category as well. In terms of the run that he had, and and in he's terms still of on mo- a pretty decent run. No, 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 no. no. But, but there, there was a stretch where he was untouchable. When I saw the previews for Independence Day, and then saw who was in it, and Will, this is nothing against you. I thought that was a bad idea. Uh, and I'm going to say that and follow it with: I am a huge fan of Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. And when when they put him there, and he had done some movies prior to that one, yep. when they put him there, I was like, I, I don't know. I just don't know if that's a good idea. And, you know, hats off, buddy, because you did an amazing job at showing us your range. So I bring him up partially because he fits the narrative, but also I just finished his book. Strongly recommend I finished the audio book. 
I will yes, take... because we're not actually going to hold a book and read. We're going to listen to the book. What part of... Do you not remember, old man with short memory? Old I listen while I walk. It what, You think you shouldn't look at your phone while you walk? In place? Try walking around a track with other individuals holding a book going, Mind your business. Mind your business. I would never make the turn. I'd walk into the wall and just, bonk, crap. Bonk, crap. And I would make a square. It wouldn't be any sort of oval shape. So so you don't like sit in a chair and open a book and hold it? I will. It. No, I do that too. So you, but you, I have You lay back more, in your recliner and put your earbuds in. I have more time, windshield, walking, and all that other stuff, where I can accomplish a book. I have a nine-month-old. There ain't a whole lot of stopping 10-month-old. i got to get used to that. It's like transitioning from 21 to 22. You, you write 21 for a first month. I, I'm doing that with my daughter at this point. They've just all, I'm in double digits now. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Apparently it's good until like 72 months, like yeah, car some, insurance. Somewhere right in there. <laughs> like paint off car. How old you kid? 4,575 days. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, he, he, his storytelling in terms of how he got to that role is impressive because when they start, when, when, when I say they, I'm talking about he and his team because even as, on the Fresh Prince, he had a team of people that he grew up with, he was around, and when they talked about Independence Day, the guy brought him the script because he had a guy read it all. Like, he goes, I want you to read it all, you know. You. They went through and analyzed why movies were successful, what they had in them, what made them successful, and when Independence Day happened, you have a story, you have a hero, and you have aliens. That was their key. Now, take start with Independence Day and run down his next five. Run down the next five. And he fit the narrative across the yeah. board. Men in Black was in that mix. Oh, Men in Black, amazing movie. Right, but I'm all of them. But I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not even going to differentiate. All of them were good. But when you when you talk about I don't know how I feel about that, well, they had was, the same thought about other movies. Independence, he had hesitation. Yeah, Independence Day was going to be something that you knew was going to be serious, and he's so good at comedy, and that's what we've seen him do. I mean, mm-hmm. even Men in Black, there's more comedy than there is serious. Um, oh yeah, and we've seen him do comedy. We've seen him do comedy, and we've seen him do comedy, and here we are doing something very serious and. These little punchlines that he got to get. Welcome to Earth. Yes. Okay, he's a comedian, so he pulled those off really, really well. But again, hats off because you did the serious excellently. You did the serious. You were able to rein it in, throw it out there, rein it back in, then do a little bit of, you know, one-liners, and then and here to my point of people who've made careers out of being co-stars. How about the star of Taxi being a co-star in that movie? Mm-hmm. And then how about a star of Star Trek being a co-star in that movie? Name him. Dare you. I I don't think I can. Brent Spiner. The doctor behind the glass. Son of a bitch. Data. Yeah. Yes. Data. Data. He Holy shows crap. up in yeah. all sorts of places. You want to know where else I've seen Data? Mama's family. Yes. I, I have seen that reference. That man pops up, and because he wore so much makeup in Star Trek, Next Gen, by the way, for those of you who yes. haven't figured that part out, 
because he's he's made up to be an android and look artificial. Hats off to the makeup people. Um, you don't recognize him unless he speaks in a certain way because there was no emotion to his character. There was no color in his face. He had yellow eyes, hair slicked back in one spot. Out. It is hard to recognize him. And when they put him as this... I watched Independence Day in the theaters. And I kid you not, he started speaking. He turned around, he started speaking, and I went, shit, out loud. Somebody behind me was like, who was the doctor that you recognized? And I told him, they're like, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> well, see, you just sold another ticket. And that's why, they thank you for yeah, that. And that's why I, <laughs> and that's why I, I watched the credits. Uh, sure. Because and and sometimes it kills me. I, I have to pause the movie and get on IMDb. Sometimes it just kills me. Who is that person? Um, but other times I catch it and it's like, oh, this is great. And by the way, choosing uh, Judd Hurst to play Jeff Goldblum's dad, mm-hmm. amazing. Those two people play off each other in that movie to the point that you're entertained on multiple levels. Can we put Jeff Goldblum in the conversation as well? Yeah. Because, now granted, he has gone on and, and had his own series, and he's he's doing a show with Disney Plus right now, and the world according to Jeff, and he has developed his own thing. in turn. He's made his way to the front. Yes. And, but he was another one. He was the mathematician in Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. he was that, I don't want to say outlaw, outlaw's not fair. He was the nonconformist. Everybody else is going to tropical tropical vacation. He shows up in motorcycle boots and a leather jacket and goes, your theory of probability is stupid. And then he went, huh, told you so. Yeah. (laughs) He got his own movie because of that character. Yes. He got the second movie because of that character. And that's that's why I go with this. Some of these people are amazing. And I don't know if they choose to just do background stuff or co-star stuff. Or if that's just because they have a because they can be so many different people, and, and and when I say that like that, everybody's heard the term typecast. Correct. And that happens to a lot of stars when they get on shows such as Big Bang, or Star Trek is one where a lot of people get typecast. Right. Star Wars, a lot of people get typecast because they're they're in that role that runs for seven, ten, fifteen years. Uh, Yes, I, there are shows that are still out there, and sure. these people are still playing those roles. And then there are those people that can manage to do anything. They mm-hmm. pop up everywhere, mm-hmm. and it it's really it intrigues me, and that's why I like doing the credits, and that's why I, I've never missed an end credit scene because I like watching the credits. And uh, here's another one. Uh, I think it was Parks and Recs, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris. Oh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt. I had never seen Parks yeah. and Rec before I had seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I, I read all this hype about how everybody hated the fact that he lost the dad bod and did the build and back and forth and everything. And I'm like, okay, I don't even know who this guy is. And I watch Guardians of the Galaxy and it's like, okay, I go back and watch Parks and Rec and it's like, well, that was beneath him. But I watched it in reverse. So I would... Talented man. There's another one that I would put in that mix, and there hasn't been. He hasn't. He's had a couple of big ones, and a series on Amazon Prime, which to me puts him well on his way to that if he wants to. The Office is John Krasinski. Yes. If you've watched him in A Quiet Place, 
the way he handled, he could be your front man. And then he's in that Amazon Prime series, which I know not everybody has, not everybody has seen, but he plays your number one there. And I'm like, this dude's got it. Why are they not booking him for more stuff? Right. I want more John Krasinski in, on the big screen. How about a teenager that went from growing pains to inception? That's true. That's I mean, true. Leo DiCaprio, we first see him as a 13-year-old yes. take in to, to grow in pains because they had they had to start another storyline. And, you know, who's eating Gilbert Grape and yep. Titanic, and there's this Blood Diamond's one of my favorites that he's done. But Inception, catch me if you can. Yes, Catch Me If You Can. Another, that was a great role for him, but Inception was unbelievable. The yes. whole movie was unbelievable. And, by the way, it is loaded with top-notch stars. For you Venom fans, yes, that is Tom Hardy in Inception. Yep. Yep. And by the way, for you Venom fans and you Tom Hardy fans, that is him playing the bad guy in Star Trek Insurrection. Huh. Yes. I didn't know that. Shinzon. Oh, uh, God, I can't even remember the whole title, but that is him playing uh, Picard's clone. And he actually put a lot of research into making sure that he acted enough like Picard that we believed it. That's impressive. I did not realize that. I enjoyed him as Bane in uh, oh, yes. the last of the Batman remake. Well, that's not fair. He's, he's been in several. The last of the uh, Christian Bale Batman yes, movies. Yes, he's, he's another one that is, uh, I'm not even going to say surprising, he's another one that's just very talented. Uh, I enjoy watching pretty much anything he's in. Um, the movie with him and Chris Pine, where they are fighting for the affection of Reese Witherspoon. Highly underrated movie. Yes, I, it is actually. It's not. It's not. I Spy. It's something. I forget exactly what it is. I haven't seen it all the way through yet. But now have you I've not got seen it all the way through? Yeah. You now I've got something to stream. You can see it all the way through. That's one of those. That's one of those I've like been at somebody's house and it's been played and they cut it I off. Gotcha. And it, you know because we were we were actually there not to watch a movie, um, which is. I'm not going to say annoying, but it's something that I try not to do. Be in the middle of a movie when you're coming over to my house. I'm I'm one of those people that oh Josh is coming over so let's cut the TV off, cut the radio on, and start preparing for Josh to come over. But if Josh is going to come over to watch a movie, then the TV is going to be on, but it's going to be on like some sitcom or something so that I can just cut it off in the middle. And because I don't want to do that whole hey wait which is no wait I got to finish this first. I don't I'm not normally that guy either. Normally when if we've got folks coming over, if it's Saturday during football season, I've got whatever the big college game is because. It's something that everybody can easily be invested in and go, oh, what's the score? Everybody's Whether got they care their, yeah, or not. Everybody's got their favorite background noise when it comes to the TV, anyway. Sports uh, is, is usually my go-to, except NASCAR, because that's just, it has its moments. Well, I watch a race by listening to the race. I mean, I, oh, I agree. honestly and for truly, oh, I'm, I'm up and down during a race. It is like the only thing I don't really just sit there. I'm up and down. I go do whatever. I, a lot of times I mow grass, got my headset. I listen to it, uh, and that's one of the reasons it's 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 a good sport for me to be entertained by because I can still listen to it. And I think we've touched on that before, yeah. but I think that's one of the things that it's better to listen to than to watch, unless if you're not there. Right. Now, if you're there, it's a but fully immersive. Here's here's the here's a fun fact: I can be outside doing something and and have it on the radio, and I when you hear the crash. Uh, running inside because it's also on the TV. Correct. Even if I'm not in the room, it's on the TV because I want to go get that replay. Um, and yes, folks, 
there are a lot of us race fans that do enjoy the crash them up, bang them up. But even the drivers that I don't think very much of, I am on the edge of my seat waiting for them to get out of the car. Um, it's 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 hair raising. It's exciting to see it, but it's hair raising uh, yeah. because I don't I don't want anybody to get hurt playing their sport. Right. Uh, and I don't care if I don't care if it's you know badminton. Don't want you to no. to, to lose an eye playing badminton or anything. But there's a level of excitement in a race with the wreck. Um, well, there's the adrenaline. Yes. There's the adrenaline dump of. Oh, it's on now. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And it, and it's then, amazing. You know, you got drivers that every time they come by, you can actually hear the fans boo them. But yes. the, the, the stands at a race will go absolutely quiet when there's a wreck. Until then when the out. driver emerges from the car, all of a sudden it goes. And most of the time it's an eruption of applause, uh, even for the people that the most hated. I, I give the same. See, not credit. all people are dicks. I give the same credit to high school sports. You could be playing in the most heated rivalry. You watch a kid take one bad swing, and I, I say bad swing, take a bad hit. Whether it was intentional or not, you're playing with high emotion. Throw the flag, don't throw the flag. Eh, it's subjective. It's a, if it's dirty, throw it by. See you later. But at the end of the day, you're gonna want that kid to stand yes. back up because, because I mean, you this can get is seriously hurt doing absolute. some of this stuff. And it, it's a big deal. It, uh, back to, and we're probably going to say this a lot. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I think we should finish with that. No, okay. we don't, well, not every time. Not every but time. But I feel but, like if know, we can leave off on a positive If there's going to be a tagline, it's going to be don't, don't be, a, be dick. a dick. Yep, so, I agree. All right, later, guys.